Rush into Old Navy today. The entire store's on sale up to 50% off right now. Plus, today's the last day to redeem your super cash and save even more on summer's best styles at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Excludes clearance, gift cards, register lane items, jewelry, today and two-day only deals. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Joyce Barry and Friends, the number one worldwide radio show. Shows outrageous and it's contagious. It will lift your spirits high. You'll feel that you can fly. Transform your attitude. Fill it with gratitude. Cut loose and improvise. It's coaching time today. Joyce is a great coach with an extraordinary approach. Fast on the upbeat, top of the heap. A wild motivator, great simulator. Unstoppable in a humoristic way. Life lessons with passion, joyfully today. You want Joyce as your coach if you want this to be your best year ever. And I was just thinking, folks, that you want feng shui in your life if you want this to be your best year ever. And so I have a whole hour to empower you in the art of feng shui. Welcome to Joyce Barry and Friends. It is the hour to empower with stimulating talk, views you can use, memorable quotes, and powerful life lessons. We always have hot guests and cool topics. We even have cool guests and hot topics. Today, our very cool guest is Joanne Wolf, a woman with many hats, and wait till you find out which one she is wearing today. You always want to tune us on, tune in, and tune up with us to hear the best of the best. You do not want to miss any of our special shows. Each show goes into our archives. You need only log in to JoyceBarryandFriends.com, B-A-R-R-I-E, JoyceBarryandFriends.com, and you will see each guest and each topic on our homepage. You can play and download any of our shows, always informative, inspiring, and motivational. You will want to share these powerful messages with your friends, family, and contacts. You can follow us on Facebook and become a Joyce Barry subscriber and even a fan by going to our Joyce Barry and Friends fan page. That page, folks, is a work in progress, and hopefully we'll have the knockout version up within a couple of weeks. On the uh, Joyce Barry and Friends fan page, be sure to check like, because we really do like that, and that's how you will get all our information. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on our Blog Talk Radio homepage by clicking follow right below my picture. You can also message me in any of these venues about our show, about our guests, about anything. I promise you that I really do get to read all the messages. My official website is JoyceBarry.com. The chat room is open. Log into the chat room, have fun, and chat away. I do go back and forth into the chat room during the show to see if there is anything you want to ask me or a guest or comment on. Motivation, inspiration, and an education. Positive, happy thoughts to improve your life, health, and finances. Take positive actions to create a gratifying lifestyle. Life lessons from me, your host, Joyce Barry, straight from the Coach's Corner. And then you will hear from our wonderful guest today, Joanne Wolf. 
Folks, every day should be treated like a special day. We wish you the finest of friends, the opulence of opportunities, the magic of miracles, and the happiest of days. We sincerely hope that this year will be your best year ever. So we're going to start the show with daily declarations that we invite you to include in your daily routine to make your world a better place. So here they are. These daily declarations from A to Z were written and are spoken by Beverly Nadler, author of Vibrational Harmony. Today is the first day of the rest of my life, and I declare it will be the best day of my life. I declare that today I affirm my attitude of appreciation. I declare that today I find blessings and benefits, even in things I do not choose. I declare that today I create success using the courage of my convictions. I declare that today I make decisions that make my dreams come true. I declare that today I act with enthusiasm and empower myself and others. I declare that today I have faith that financial freedom is in my future. I declare that today I give gratitude for my goals and for God's grace. I declare that today I have good health, harmony, and happiness. I declare that today I use my imagination to inspire myself and others. I declare that today I let go of judgments and live more joyfully. I declare that today I kiss negativity goodbye and I am kind to myself and others. I declare that today I lavish love and laughter wherever I go and in whatever I do. I declare that today I use my magical mind to create many miracles. You just heard part one of the Daily Declarations. The rest will be continued later on in the show. Please stay tuned. And Joanne, I love the daily declarations. I think they encompass so much. They're from A to Z. That was the first half. Was there any one or two that particularly resonated with you that was particularly meaningful to you? Well, all of them really touch on the principles of feng shui because in feng shui, a major part of adjusting the energy of your home is your intention. What you focus on is what you bring in. So several of them, using your imagination, using love, using um, positive energy, all of them related to that in making your life on a daily basis better. So, of course, if you concentrate on those aspects of the affirmations, you can certainly bring them into your home and make your life more peaceful, more prosperous. And you're able to do the things that you really intend to do. If you set goals, you're able to achieve them. 
So, folks, you heard it from our resident expert on feng shui, how it's all connected. I just want to say, for me, my favorite is about manifesting miracles because I truly believe in miracles. My life is about having miracles show up, and I assert that the more you believe something is possible and something is coming your way, it truly does. And to help it along the way, uh, guided by the principles of feng shui, it kind of like lights up the path for you. So who is Joanne Wolf? She's an astrologer who guides her clients with an in-depth evaluation of their birth charts to highlight basic traits, talents, and areas of potential. And I must say that she uh, did an astrology reading for me this week, and she was right on target. We certainly resonated with, with everything that she gleaned from the charts and her personal instincts as well. So she's very good at that. How she does it is analysis of upcoming cycles. She offers insight on how to utilize beneficial trends and avoid pitfalls. And I think that when you wear many hats, one is kind of connected and one feeds off the other because in addition to astrology, tarot, and teaching meditation classes, Joanne is an excellent feng shui consultant. And it is those special feng shui skills that this show is focusing on today. So what is feng shui? Well, this is a simple question that can be difficult to answer. Feng shui is an ancient art and science developed over 3,000 years ago in China. It is a complex body of knowledge that reveals how to balance the energies of any given space to assure health and good fortune for people inhabiting it. Feng shui, feng rather, means wind and shui means water. In Chinese culture, wind and water are associated with good health, thus good feng shui came to mean good fortune, while bad feng shui means bad luck or misfortune. Feng shui is based on the Taoist version and understanding of nature, particularly on the idea that the land is alive and filled with qi or energy. And from the feng shui use of oranges to the feng shui use of crystals and fountains, from the right feng shui use of colors to the feng shui use of the lucky bamboo, there are many ways you can improve the energy of your home or office with feng shui. Joanne, I'm turning the ball over to you because you are the expert and I just know the basics about the good fortune part, which is why I want to hear all about how the the practical tips you offer will improve one's life. Go ahead, Joanne. Okay, I'd just like to embellish on that a little, you know, um, what the Chinese, I believe, were really tuning into was the energies around them, you know. Chinese society was an agricultural society, and there was no TV, there was no computer. People woke up with the sun and went to sleep, you know, when it set, and they depended on the forces of nature. So they they were in tune with that energy, and this is something that we've kind of in our society lost in a way, and we're seeking to find it again. The earth does have an energy to it. We are energetic bodies. So to resonate our environment and coordinate these energies is, a, is the essential principle of feng shui. When um, the Chinese had a system of life that's called the Tao, it's spelled T-A-O, 
and it's called the way, and it's with respect to this energy. They, they observed the ups and downs of nature, just as the ups and downs of human nature are involved with it. So the Tao, or the way, is in constant change, and we have to work with those changes. So out of the Tao came these primary, there's a very important principle, along with the way of the energy, is the concept of yin and yang, light and dark, opposites working with one another to bring this flow into your home. Yin is the dark or the passive side of something. Yang is the light or the active side. And they are constantly working with one another. So when we are assessing a home or our own energy, we have to look at these concepts as to how they fit into what it is we're seeking to improve. One of the primary forces is chi, your life force. There's the earth chi, the energy of the earth, and then there's your personal chi. It's a life force. It's prana. It's how you, the electricity and the flow of energy goes through your, your, your body, from your head to your toes and back again. So we, we seek to improve this. It's improved in many ways. It's improved by physically taking care of our bodies and by spiritually taking care of our bodies. Thinking is another form of chi that's extremely important, as the affirmations have kind of said. Pay attention to your thoughts. And when I meet with somebody for the first time, that's one of the first things that I ask them. I ask them, what exactly is the area that you are looking to improve or to change? What is it that makes you unhappy? What is it that makes you happy? It kind of has to be assessed not only in the environment, but with the person in that environment. And that is kind of what feng shui is meant to do. It's meant to shift or to change the energy to make it more harmonious, to make it more balanced, to make it more fortunate, to bring in good luck. And I don't like to think of it as bad luck. I'd like to think of it as more as, you know, correcting some unfortunate situations. Because I don't think that any luck is purely bad. I think that we can learn from all of our experiences. But it's more about correcting things that you would like to correct, things that you would like to kind of go on the down low and, and, and bring in more of a higher vibration, higher energy. So you can use your living space, which is something that's kind of almost a little strange for Westerners because we're not kind of trained in this kind of thinking. We are more outgoing. We think that everything happens to us from somewhere else. We don't think of it as our, in general, creating our own chi, our own fortune, our own good good experiences. We kind of think sometimes of, as this is happening to us from some sort of an outside force. So that's kind of a little summary of what I believe that, you know, uh, feng shui can do for you. And by contraining, con gaining control over your circumstances and creating more harmony within the home, that just kind of, you know, that kind of just leads out into the outside world. It, it leads to, you know, how harmonious you feel within yourself and then with your with your family and with your neighbors, and, you know, like attracts like. You give out good, you get good back. 
So it has a lot to do with karma as well, it sounds like. Well, the tradition that I was trained in, which is called BTB, or the Black Hat Sect, is very Buddhist in its approach to feng shui. We had a wonderful man, a Professor Lin Young, who taught us many methods of calming ourselves. Meditation and prayer is a major part of it. You know, feng shui is not just saying, oh, you know, I want a boyfriend, so let me put a pink flower in my romance center, and he's going to appear. It's got to be like your intentions have to be involved. You have to meditate on what kind of a person do you want to bring into that relationship? And if so, you know, how would I empower that area of my home with really strong intentions? And part of that is doing mantras and doing some mudras and really, really investing yourself in the adjustment. Joanne, why don't you tell our listeners what you mean by mantra and mudra? Uh, Those are words that they may not be familiar with, given it is a worldwide audience. Oh, okay. A mantra is a prayer. It's, It's basically, I think it means mind protector. And there are many, many mantras that, that are used in Buddhist tradition and Hindi, you know, Hindu traditions. And what they do is that, you know, when you're in a, 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 a or you want to bring about a situation, you concentrate on a series of words. There's one simple mantra that everybody, I think, has heard of, Om. Okay? But a mantra, you could also make up your own mantras. You know, you could have words that resonate for you that, bring, that empower you. And a mudra, in our tradition, when we do an adjustment in an area, we say certain prayers, and we use a hand gesture to empower those prayers, because it's kind of bringing the physical in with the mental and spiritual into making an adjustment. I've never heard of that before. Oh, mudra is spelled M-U-D-R-A, and they're hand gestures. It's kind of like when you see the Pope blesses the crowd, he does something with his hands, that's a mudra. Oh, okay. And when you reference Om, and people have heard of it, it isn't just Om, it's Om. Well, yes, because, you know, well, you want that, you want that mantra to resonate within your body on a physical level that changes the energy. So when you do hold that om, it is actually changing physical, it's changing energy physically in your, the chakras of your body, you know, the centers of your body, from your head to your, to your forehead, to your throat, to your stomach, to your toes. You know, wow, it's, I it's creating, yeah, it's creating that, an energy that well, it works. It's, it's, it's ancient. It's ancient. How does it work? I, somebody, you know, way back when discovered that this really works. It calms the mind, and it places it in that alpha state. Talk about manifestation. You have to get into a calm alpha state of mind where, you know, all of the chit-chat kind of stuff is taken away to concentrate on the object of your desire. Be that so it, you know, it calms the mind and it, it, it relaxes even the physical energy. Yes, it does because when your mind is calm, your body calms down immediately. Think of when you're harried and you're and you have to get to an appointment and you're running a couple of minutes late and you run into traffic. What do you feel like physically? Tense, and you're thinking, I got to get there, I got to get there, I got to get there. So that's an example of like you know when when the Monday, when ordinary things take over and you're not even conscious of it usually. But when you, when you place yourself into a place to meditate with the intention of bringing something in, you say a prayer or a mantra that calms the mind down, clears all of that out, 
clears the pathway, the channels. You know, the Chinese say that your chi runs along channels in your body. So you, you clear those channels, and then the good chi, the good energy is able to flow, and it creates a circuit. It creates a circuit that brings in goodness and, and, and harmony. And then you're able to say, this is what I would like. Well, and it's very, clear, very and it hits the point, and it hits, it, it's like shooting an arrow at a target, you know. You so have to concentrate. Oh, um, it's not just om, 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 om. you got to really, you know, breathe in and release it to a big om. Yes, yes, and, and there are, yes, you must. You must. So you must have to breathe it, it in. And you don't even have to, you know, physically to do it is wonderful. You can also do it mentally. You know, if there are times that you are not able to, you know, om it in an office, you can kind of do it mentally if you can get yourself into a quiet quiet area and do it mentally and let it resonate. And the more you do it, the more you're able to access it, actually. Well, what's interesting, Joanne, is I never would have thought you could do it mentally because I thought that om is pushing the breath out, you know, after you took a deep breath in. So I can imagine thinking it and it having the same impact. It does if you practice it all the time. Practice makes perfect. They call it <laughs> okay. practice for a reason. You practice it and you can you can you can assess it very quickly. You know, when you become more accustomed to it, just at the beginning, you should really ohm it out. You should feel it through your body. You should see what it does to your body. And then you can kind of say to yourself after doing it for a while, I want to get back to that place. And mm-hmm. you're kind of, it's a trigger. It's a trigger. You know, your mind is an amazing, the brain is an amazing, your mind is an amazing, amazing tool. It's an amazing tool. We just don't access it enough. Joanne, you mentioned before yin and yang, dark and light. Isn't that yes. also... Uh, about male, female energy? Yes, yes. The yin is the female and the male. And in everything, there is yin and yang. There's nothing that isn't yin and yang. They they complement one another. We are all made up of yin and yang components. So the yin one is can't the exist without the other. And the yang is the male. Is the and male. It sounds it's the more... like that yin and yang is all about opposites, dark, light, male, right. female, heavy, uh, thin, all mm-hmm. of that. Is yes. reflected of that balance of our opposites. Right. And how it would fit into feng shui is if a person is, you know, got a very dark office, and they're not kind of like finding that they can't get, you know, they can't get motivated or they can't bring more business in or whatever their desire is for their 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 office. You bring in more light. You add more lights. You put in more lamps oh, or overhead lighting. The yin again, given it's female, that would be the light part, and the yang would no. The yang be... is the light part. The yin is the female part, which is the dark. Yin is female, dark, and passive. Yang oh, is male, see, light, and active. Light. Oh, I, I would have never thought that. I'm thinking female would be the light. So you're saying yin is female, dark, and what? It's a passive. And passive. passive. Passive and energy. Is male, male light, is light, active, and and it's active and it's light, and it's masculine. Right, right, right. Very, very interesting. 
Um, going back to explore the history, it's funny when you said Chinese. For some reason, I always thought it was Japanese culture because I know in office buildings, um, it's a lot of J- Japanese people that are using these principles. I really thought it came from Japan. No, it actually comes from China, and it's very smart of the Japanese to use it, especially since the Japanese in office buildings are really into prosperity. They want their companies to succeed. So they're using all the tools that could help them, you know, succeed. And and certainly using feng shui principles would make it a more more opportunities come in to 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 create more business, to create more profit. Very so smart folks, people. Very smart people. It's not just about your home, it's about your office, it's about your home office where you want to uh apply these principles. Before we go further, let me share with you part two of the daily declarations. This is part two of the Daily Declarations, from A to Z, that was written and is spoken by Beverly Nadler, author of Vibrational Harmony. I declare that today I gain new knowledge that nurtures my mind and spirit. I declare that today I am organized and open to opportunities. I declare that today I make prosperity a priority. I declare that today I ask myself the quality questions that enhance my life. I declare that today I take time to rest, relax, and release stress. I declare that today I use my skills and self-confidence to find solutions to life's challenges. I declare that today I transform and transcend all negative thoughts. I declare that today I understand that by universal law, life contains both pleasure and pain, sunshine and rain, and it's all good. I declare that today as I visualize my life and raise my vibrations, I can bring whatever I want into manifestation. I declare that today I gain more wisdom and willpower. I declare that today I have the X factor, the extra, that makes my life extraordinary. I declare that today I say yes much more than I say no. I declare that today, whatever I do, work, play, meditate, pray, I do it with zeal and zest to make this day the very best. These daily declarations are from A to Z. Now I invite you to create yours and affirm them powerfully. And that was our very special guest, Beverly Nadler, who ho- who uh, is on our show every Thursday. Here's to your health Thursday, the author of Vibrational Harmony, and our most valuable guest for all her tremendous contributions to the show with her poetry, her insights, and she is clearly our health guru. Back to Joanne, our feng shui guru. Uh, I understand that there is a connection between feng shui 
the areas of your home to areas of your life. Can you explain that? Um, the Chinese very organized, very, very organized, divided the home up and into certain areas. And they used something called the bagua. A bagua is an octagon that divides divides the home into to certain areas. Um, you can use it on a room. You can use it on the whole house. You can use it on the lay of the land. So uh, there's many ways to use it. Now, the bagua is, it shows the areas where, you know, certain, certain uh, aspects of your life exist. Ask me a question about it. So no, that, it that was my question. When they yeah. say different areas of the home to feng shui, so, for example, would they say that the bedroom deals with abundance, uh, the living room deals with your career? I, I don't know. I'm it depends asking. on the floor plan of your house and how your house is laid out. In our tradition, in the BTB tradition, we use a different ba- – we don't use directions. What we use is a bagua that's based on where the door is, where the door is in – that we enter your house because that's where the energy comes in or where the door is in your bedroom. So if you wanted to, say, just work on your bedroom to bring in whatever, more health or more romance, you would place the bagua, you would sketch out your bedroom, just, you know, very crude sketch of where the door is, where your bed is, where the windows are, the dresser, and then you would place the bagua over it to see which area is the door? Where does the chi come in? Does it come in in your career area? Does it come in in your fame area? Does it come in, you know, in your romance area? And then from there, you would kind of make an adjustment to to improve whichever area you're looking to improve. So what exactly is a bagua? B-A-G-U-A. I'm not quite clear. You okay, it's a it's like um, it's a it's an octagon, and it's divided into into actually nine areas and it's just it's just like a floor plan that gives the feng shui consultant or the person looking to do feng shui in their home um you know where to locate those areas in that particular room or in the particular house depending on I suggest for people at the very beginning just to do one room because then you can kind of acquaint yourself more rather than tackling the whole house at one time. So you would place it if you want to use your office, you would use the bagua and place where you would where your fame corner would be, which is usually directly opposite, you know, it depending on where the door is, it's it's directly across from where the door is. Now, you referenced the door a couple of times, so the obvious is the door that you enter the home. But let's yes. say the door to my office. Does it matter if my back is to the door since that where the energy is coming in? I'm facing in my office. My windows are right in front of me, and the door is behind me. Because I would think that facing the outside and, you know, the sun and all of that. But does that mean anything? The yes, it does, actually. Actually, in an office, you want to be in the commanding position. And the commanding position is when you face the door because you want that energy to come to you. You don't want it to hit your back. You want it to hit you full front. And also, you want to know who's coming in at all times. Yeah, I don't think 
I had heard that, but when I had a choice of placing the desk against the wall facing out, you know, seeing the light come in versus facing okay. the door. But, no, no, this is important to me. I have something I'm going to look into if it's more important to face the door. It's mm-hmm. not the kind of office like in an office building where people can walk in and out. You want to know who's coming in. This is a home office. Nobody would be coming in without a specific appointment. So of the two, you're saying it's more important to face the door than to face the outside world. Right. But if it's your home office and you don't have those particular – often people are in an office and they have no choice. They cannot change their seat. Right. So there would be something that you could do to that desk that would put you in a more commanding position. And what it would be is you could place a mirror on your desk somewhere where you see the door. Oh. So So that puts you in a position of power. One way to have something work. That's very, very interesting to me. What Mm -hmm. about the use of mirrors in feng shui? Well, the use of mirrors is very big in feng shui because they do so much. They redirect the energy. They redirect the energy. So say you're sitting at your desk and, you know, there's all this energy going on behind you because you can't see the door. Suddenly you have the energy is directed towards the mirror. The mirror gives you the access to that. You know, it's just it redirects the flow of the of the energy or the chi in the room, and there are many, many, many uses for mirrors. Many, oh gosh, there's innumerable ones. It all depends on that particular situation. Like in my home, when I open my front door, I the first thing I see is the wall. So what I did is I placed a mirror there because we don't want to open a door and face a wall. Because that's like st- that that stops the chi from flowing immediately. So what the chi does is, or the energy is, it hits the mirror and it flows into the room. Capish? This is so interesting. <laughs> very, very interesting. Yeah. I have a caller here. Uh, let's see if they want to participate in some way. Five one six eight nine seven. Uh, is there something you'd like to ask Joanne or share? What is your name and where are you calling from? Okay. Some, you know, people do call in, and I always presume if they're calling in to listen live versus the computer, they might want a voice. So one more time, 516-897, it's fine if you're just a silent listener, but if you want to ask Joanne a question or share something, now is your time. Okay, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so back to you, Joanne. And it was presumptuous of me because when people want to ask something, they need to press 1, and that lets me know that. But sometimes I just take it upon myself, and and it kind of draws people out in having that opportunity where they're thinking of something they want to say, and I Mm -hmm. just open the door for them to say it. Uh, Next question, what about the use of clocks in feng shui? The use of clocks in feng shui, um, you know, I wouldn't – First of all, your clock must be in working order. You can't have any clocks that are stopped because, you know, that that's stagnant chi, stop time. Um, that would be my first suggestion for anybody. They should be in working order. They should be in good working order. And, of course, you know, we have a lot of clocks around us. We have clocks on our digital TVs and on our computers and, you know, they're around. So they're a part of life. They are a part of life. I would just say that, you know, they should be in good working order and, um 
they should not be, you know, if you have antique clocks, make sure that they are kept up to date and that they are in working order. So even if it's a beautiful antique that you want to have on your dresser just for the beauty of it, you're not relying on it for time. It's not a no. good thing in terms well, of Well, it's not really, right. but it can be. There, there can be things that are done. You can, you, can have, you, can, you can cleanse it. You can bless it. You can, you know, if, of course, if it has a lot of meaning to you, then that, that creates a different energy. That creates a different energy for that object. I'm not one that you have to get rid of the things that you really love. I think that you can incorporate them into your life because, see, you resonate with them, you know. You resonate with them for a reason, part of your fate, your karma, whatever, you know. Folks, I really hope that you really love this show and you incorporate it into your life. We are live every weekday, and here's some reasons why you should have it as a positive force to start your day. Just listen to my friend Beverly Nadler on what she has to say about that. Listen to me. I have something to say about a wonderful way to start your day, a way to stimulate your mind and increase your energy, make you feel so good. And guess what? It's free. Weekdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, hear the Joyce, Barry, and Friends show. You'll find it on the internet, on Blog Talk Radio. This show is upbeat and fun and very inspirational. It's informative, educational, and very motivational. There's the Coach's Corner, great quotes and news. There are suggestions, perspectives, and advice you can use to enhance your life and improve your health, plus clever, simple ways to increase your wealth. Joyce's perceptions and personality will keep you captivated, and her guests from many walks of life will always keep you fascinated. When Joyce and her friends speak, it's like you're in the conversation. This is part of what makes her show so unique, really a sensation. For Joyce's friends are not only the guests you're listening to, they're everyone who is tuning in. Yes, I do mean you. So refer your friends and family. They'll be so pleased to know. And let's make Joyce, Barry, and Friends the number one Internet radio show. Yay! And kudos to Beverly Nadler. That's just a few reasons why we made her our most valuable guest in our all-star team for the numerous contributions that she provides. Also, what she's contributed to our show are her daughters. Uh, Dr. Denise Nadler is a regular guest on our show with her insight. She's a chiropractor. She has a wonderful voice. It goes under the name of Ariana with her a CD. She has the voice of an angel. And on tomorrow's show, her other daughter, Lauren Patrice Nadler, we're doing a show on anti-bullying, Stop the Bullying. And her daughter is a director uh, out in California. She is a director. She uh, has mentored many uh, people that are in uh, top television-rated shows today. And she has a, a film on anti-bullying that was at many of the film festivals. She is our guest tomorrow, Lauren Patrice Nadler, along with Janice Miller, 
who's causes to stop the bullying. And Denise has her son Gianni on the show as well. Very important show, folks. If you want to stop the bullying, get some, some tips on how to do that. So back to you, Joanne. Uh, regarding uh, tips on the five elements, you want to share what the five elements are and what we need to know about that? The five elements are um, important in feng shui because when you come into a um, – the five elements are, you know, water, fire, earth, metal, and air. And um, some homes may have more of one in them than another, so that might have to be balanced because that could be creating an imbalance. There is also, um, you know, people's personalities could be more metal or watery or airy, and that might have to be balanced too. So uh, that's how the five elements kinds of work. And there are specific adjustments to be made for, you know, uh, bringing in more, say, fire. If you need more ambition or you need more passion in your life, you would do certain things, bring in certain colors, bring in certain objects, mirrors or chimes or, you know, even crystals. And that would, you know, kind of ameliorate or improve what is needed, whether it's fire, whether it's water, whether it's earth. If a person is a very airy kind of person, they need to be grounded. So they might need some more earthy things placed in the home, whether it's earth colors. And what I mean colors is you don't have to paint the whole house. You just add, you know, you can add accents. And um, that's what the Wait five Wait a minute. Elements. What would you say are the earth colors? Would that be the greens and the The greens uh, and the browns, the beiges, those kinds of colors, yes. yes. So, yeah, that's what I had thought, the earthy colors. And the earth what colors. about it's metal? Pretty, it's, that's pretty simple. Metal is more like the, you know, the silver, the blue, the, you know, um, that, that bring to mind metal, you know, even black. Um, air. What do we do? Keep the air on higher, more air circulating. What do we do about that? Well, air is kind of. It's also. It's also the light colors. Um, it could be light blues, light greens. It's also the tones of the colors that you use are very important. You know, a very very uh, bright yellow might really jar somebody, even though it's needed. So you wouldn't put that on a wall. But yet another tone of yellow you might be able to paint part of a wall with. And what about would, water? Earth is a yellow is an earth. Water is uh you know, is 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 black also and the blues and purple. Shades of purple. So when I think of water I'm thinking of the physical water. That's why I didn't know how it connected. You're connecting it to colors. Yes, there are there are whole there are a whole array of colors that can be used, and it also has to resonate with the person. If somebody right. wants, you know, purple is a wealth color. So if you have, want to put that in your wealth area, the person really hates purple. You know, uh, what are you going to do? You, you have to work with that. You know, I so. love purple. That's funny. <laughs> I do too. What but you know, there are people that don't. So you know, you have to kind of make adjustments. There are other things that can be done other than adding color. It could be light. Black, blue, and white. What was the third one on water? Black and blue and and also um, black, blue, grays, shades of grays. Sounds like that hot book everyone's reading, Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I would think that's more of a fiery, a fiery novel than a watery one, although who knows? There's a lot of emotion involved. Right, and what about air? What were the colors for air? Well, air would be um, air is all air is um, is 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 blues and.
and shades of purple too, and um, blue. I have blue for metal. Yeah, well, there are different shades. There are different That's shades. True. So, you know, you have to That's go through the true. color spectrum and see which one resonates with that. Okay? Yeah, you have that's to- funny. When I moved into this home in Florida, uh, the first thing I did was research color. That was very, very important to me to get the color right. And I was starting with my den. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like I, I have like a bluish gray in the tiles I selected and in the color. It's a very light bluish gray um so now what does that signify well a bluish gray would signify um what do you use your den for do you you hang out in your den a lot that's my home office my den that's your home home. ah so it's very it signifies mental activity right you know it's stimulating to mental activity so it was actually a very wise choice because yeah, it's a metal kind of it. color. And metal people, people who are very metal, they're very mental. They're very mental. They think a lot. They, they analyze a lot. You know, they have that kind of nature to them. It's also slash guest room. So I had to make it comfortable as well with a pull-out couch if I have a guest stay over. So, mm-hmm. But the primary focus, 99.99% of the time, it's my home office. But I wanted to be sure that a guest could stay over if someone visited me from New York or something. Right, but very smart because you only want them to visit. You don't want them to move in. <laughs> so that was a very wise color choice. <laughs> That's true. Uh, you know, Joanne, you know, uh, why don't you let people know how they can reach you, whatever, it's an email, a phone number, in any way that you want to be contacted if people want to connect with you. One okay. way would be Facebook, of course. One way would be Facebook, which I'm redesigning right now, and um, and I, I am going to be working on a website, which I have to get up, because I have a partner. My partner, Barbara Mosca, and I are starting our own feng shui. We're starting a new feng shui consulting firm, which we're we're kind of in the planning stages of. So uh, a lot of stuff is going to be happening in February when we kind of get this thing rolling. But for now, my my number is 516-996. Five three five four, and I can be reached on my email account, which is Joannela J O A N N E L A one two one nine at aol dot com, and I will be in touch with you with more information in the future. Joanne, why don't you repeat that on the email? Okay, it's J O A N N E L A one two one nine at AOL.com. Okay, I want to make sure they got it. Joanne, J O A N N E, the L A could stand for La 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 or Los Angeles. Whatever right, that's where, where I was born. <laughs> where oh, I was really? born, so that's why I put it there. 1219 and, at AOL.com, how to read right. Joanne. Okay, um, when you say you're starting up this consulting firm, which is very admirable. Um, I don't imagine you'd be able to get clients uh, that you're not, like, with to go into the space. Is there any kind of consulting you do that can be done via the phone? Well, that's a little difficult because, you know, you have to see the space. A feng shui consultant has to see the space. Um, My recommendation to anyone who really is interested in it is there are some fabulous, fabulous feng shui books that you could start off with. Okay, 
One of them is by one of men man that I that took class from. It's called Feng Shui for Dummies. And it's by David <laughs> Daniel Kennedy. And this book is like the encyclopedia of feng shui. He did such a beautiful job on this. Daniel David Kennedy? Yes. And it's feng shui for dummies. And it's really wonderful. I mean, it really answers a, a, whole, a whole bunch of questions. And starts you out. So Joanne is a feng shui consultant. And I am a life coach. So different kinds of consulting work, different kinds of energy for sure. Uh, folks, again, my website, Joyce Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E.com, and you will see countless testimonials uh, from people from all walks of life, business people, all kinds of people, leaders, executives, office coaching in the website, but here are just a few of the people who wanted to endorse me on the show. Joyce Barry is an outstanding success coach. She is a master coach, the best of the best. Here are just a few of her clients who want to endorse her. Marlon Brando. Hiring Joyce as a coach is an awful you can't refuse. President Bill Clinton. I did not have sex with that woman. I did not have sex with Joyce. She is my coach. Sylvester Stallone. Yo, Adrian, Joyce is the best coach, you know. She helped me train for Rocky. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I hired the Joyceinator because no matter how much I may drive her crazy, I know she'll be back. President Ronald Reagan. Well, Joyce, uh, Nancy and I just love you. There you go again. Win one for the Barry. Elvis Presley. I'm all shook up about hiring Joyce as a coach. I'll get a little less conversation, a little more coaching. Jack Nicholson. If you could handle the truth, you want Joyce as your coach. Johnny Carson. I can hire Joyce as a coach? I did not know that. That is wild. Did you know that, Ed? <laughs> Charlie Sheen. Winning. That's because Joyce is my coach. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Woody Allen. Are you crazy? This whole time I haven't had Joyce Barry as a coach? You kidding me? Hi, Ted Siuba, and I think and grow rich. If you are thinking about hiring Joyce Barry as your coach, just do it, and we'll grow rich together. And even Joyce Barry herself. What do Olympic athletes have that you don't have? A coach. Hire me and have this be your best year ever. If not now, when? I want that gold medal. I want to hire me. Email coachjoyce at AOL.com. That's coachjoyce at AOL.com. And you can find all about our coaching services. It's in our archives. We did a whole show with Beverly. She's a reprogramming coach. I'm a success coach. So you want to check that out and find out if coaching is right for you. Just go to JoyceBarryAndFriends.com. That is our homepage. B-A-R-R-I-E, and our coaching show in the archives took place on January 4. You can just arrow down for that. Uh, folks, I normally close the show uh, with the Joyce Barry mask to leave everybody in an upbeat mood today, but I'm not going to close it with that today. I'm going to play it now to get you in an upbeat mood, and then we'll go back to Joanne, and then I'll close out the show with meditation music that will kind of like fit in with the feng shui principles of being calm and at peace. So here is something, first of all, to lift your spirit.
I was listening to Blog Talk Radio when my ears heard something that I did know. From the speakers of my laptop, I heard a voice. It was the White Oprah, also known as Joyce. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. I felt so inspired by her show. And her poetry was just so good, you know. I want to listen to Joyce again and again. As Joyce would say, if not now, when? He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce knows all about having fun. She's a home business wizard and she's just begun. She's a coaching sensation for not just me or you or her. It's for everyone. You can mash. Do the Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She's a home business smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Do the Joyce Barry mash. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Have a fantastic day wow. and listen to Joyce Barry and friends. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Joanne, wouldn't you agree that Feng Shui and colors and all those things you were talking about has a lot to do with your own energy, whether you're up, whether you're calm. Uh, Wouldn't you say that that has an effect as well? Oh, absolutely. And the use of color and crystals and all of that can raise your energy. And a good time to start to think about it, Chinese New Year is coming up. It's the beginning of a new year, February 10th. And it might be time for you to assess your, your area and see where you want to improve it and what you can do to bring in improvements. And I think that's a great idea, very, very cool. Uh, uh, Dr. Denise Nadler, who I shared with you, chiropractor, also a a singer under the name of Ariana. She composes all her original music. Uh, She has a song that I I just want to share a little bit of it because I think it's connected to feng shui. Again, she goes under the name of Ariana, and it's the space where spirit soars. Holy 
Joanne, so to open up one's mind and one's heart, uh, I use music like that when whatever mood I want to get into. I find it so healing. I find that the, the, Dr. Denise Nadler, also known as Ariana, she has the voice of an angel. So how does that connect to feng shui, opening up your mind and your heart and your soul? Well, that absolutely, absolutely. How does feng shui connect to that? You can play very soothing music. You can play those kinds of songs for yourself to uplift your spirit. Music sound is very important in feng shui. There's the use of chimes um, and wind chimes in certain areas of the home, too. But the human voice and inspiring songs like that, it was a very beautiful song, very feng shui. Opening your mind, reinforcing those messages, pleasing music, music that uplifts you is very important in the home. And that's why I use music a lot. Right on my desktop, I have songs like that Joyce Barry Mash. So whenever I want to, in a second, get mm-hmm. into that bouncy mm-hmm. mood, I just click on that. It's right on my desktop, my favorite song. Simply the best, Tina Turner, one of my favorite songs, always gets me up and moving around. And then I have the meditation songs also from Dr. Denise Ariana uh, on her CDs, which I'm going to close the show with. But I want to know what final thoughts, what final tips would you like to leave our listeners with? Well, um, just to be open to feng shui, be open to the idea that your own energy in, in relation to feng shui is what's going to make the positive things happen for you. And using it as a tool, using all of the things that it offers you, can really improve your life. So I would suggest that they look into it, to research it, to kind of bring this new way of looking at energy into their lives. And as Billy Shakespeare said, music hath charms to soothe the savage breast. So using music is a very, very wonderful way and a quick way of uplifting yourself. I agree, and that's why I have those upbeat musics. And then for meditation purposes, I have Ariana's music, which I will close the show with and give you a sense of of the chimes and... uh, And the mantras, the prayers. They're set to music. They're very easy to remember. You know, learning music is a learning technique, too. You know, it was used in schools, in ancient schools. You, You put it to a rhythm, you learn it. And it stays with you. That energy stays with you. Vibration. Uh, Music is vibrations. It's energy. Yes. And, and her mom, Beverly Nadler, her book is Vibrational Harmony, so she's an expert in that as well. As you are an expert in feng shui, as you're a wonderful astrologer, I have to get a tarot reading. We haven't tried that one yet, but mm. I can certainly vouch for the astrology reading. Uh, and at least you know that astrology and tarot you can do over the phone, Joanne, unlike yes. feng shui, where you need to make a house call. Yes, yes. Astrology and feng shui, I mean, on tarot, I, do, I can do over the phone, and I do do over the phone. But, yes, I would suggest getting, getting a wonderful feng shui book. There's, many, there's lovely books out there. Find a book that you resonate to. Try to use it. And then if you really feel that you can't go further, find a local feng shui consultant that could help you. It will really improve your life. Believe me, it does. It does. It does miraculous things. I like the one you recommended. Sounds good. Feng shui for dummies. <laughs> yes, it's wonderful. And it's a wonderful book. It's written with a lot of humor, and it's got a lot of, a lot of um, information. It's chock full of information. Useful, useful, useful information. 
And you are chock full of good information, <laughs> Joanne. A pleasure thank to you. have you on the show. And oh, always again, a pleasure, folks, Joyce. Thank you. Thank you. Joanne did an astrology show with Lois Martin on December 12, 12. So if you want to hear her as an astrologer and those skills, I refer you back to our show on 12, 12, 12. I'm going to close out this show with a meditation by Ariana. And if you love it as much as I do, send her an email at starvisions at yahoo.com to inquire about these extraordinary CDs. This by Denise Nadler. Ariana. Rush into Old Navy today. The entire store is on sale up to 50% off right now. Plus, today's the last day to redeem your super cash and save even more on summer's best styles at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Excludes clearance, gift cards, register lane items, jewelry, today and two-day only deals. Rush into Old Navy today. The entire store is on sale up to 50% off right now. Plus, today's the last day to redeem your super cash and save even more on summer's best styles at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Excludes clearance, gift cards, register lane items, jewelry, today and two-day only deals.